Hey guys, this is Rain Coleman. Um, this episode of Black Lightning Matters is a very special episode, a panel of sorts. Cold and I sat down with some of the key noteworthy members <laughs> of the BLM pod squad, some of the more vocal uh, guys, Empress Journey and Shane. Now, when you're listening to this episode, I know the season is over officially, but we do want to kind of keep this uh, conversation going, as I usually say. So use that hashtag BLMPod, BLMPod Squad, BLMPod Panel when you're listening to this episode. Um, still keep coming with the conversation, with the thoughts and ideas and, and what you hated, what you liked, what you loved and all that. Even while we're between seasons, uh, me and Cole are going to try to come back harder than ever for next season. And... Um, yeah, that's about it. So I do hope you enjoy the show. Uh, make sure to click on those uh, show notes to look at everyone's links, listen to their podcasts, uh, add them on the Twitters and the Instagrams and such, and uh, join us back here next time for <laughs> Black Lightning Matters. So um, please enjoy the show. Because we got cobbler, family dinners, and so many people in Freeland, though. We all deserve this. And I shouldn't have to hold my breath until all of you walk through that door, but I do. And I'm not the only one. Maybe. Look, look, I know I'm always late. I promise I won't be late no more. I won't. Good. <laughs> oh, saved by the soul. Oh. This is my jam. Good evening. Let's skip the prelims. I know exactly who and what. You all are. You need to leave. There's something you need to know. The Markovians have a stockpile of metahumans in pods, the largest on Earth. You've been asked to leave. Nicely. Not yet, Mr. Pierce. Thanks to you, the Markovians have Dr. Jace. And here's the best part, the concentration of metahumans and Freeland from the vaccines and the green light experiments make it the greatest threat to Markovia. It's only a matter of time before they launch a lethal first strike. I'm swearing in black lightning, thunder, and whatever you're calling yourself, young lady. The Markovian War is coming. And Freeland? Freeland is ground zero. Welcome, 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 y'all. Welcome back to Black Lightning Matters. This is a very special episode of Black Lightning Matters. Is this episode where somebody gets touched inappropriately? Absolutely not. We've uh, seen Leaving Neverland and we've seen the R. Kelly Chronicles, so that's won't be none of that here. This oh, okay, is sorry. very PG. Now, why am I here? Oh, okay. You gotta watch Cole. I listen to his other show, and he's known for some 
Risque behavior. Risque behavior. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all, uh, we have a few guests with us today. This is Black Lightning Matters. Uh, chapter, the book of Apocalypse, chapter three, the panel or the rundown. <laughs> this is season two, episode 16.5. Uh, of course, I'm your great co-host, Rain Coleman, the Carefree Blurred. Use the hashtag CBN pod when you're listening. And I'm joined by my other, of course, wonderful co-host, Mr. Jackson. Hi, everybody. It's me, Cole Jackson. We're back again. All right, and we have two amazing guests with us today. Have a bit of a panel of such. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourselves. Uh, ladies first. Oh, me first? Okay, cool. It's Empress Journey, to ease no why, of the Baynet Show, B-A-N-G-N-A-T Show. You can find us on all your major podcast networks. Just out here living. And uh, <laughs> next up we have the most potest of the squatters. Uh, go ahead, sir. Let folks know who we got on the line with us today. I am. Good, 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 good. Dope, dope, dope. Of course, the links to the show notes, uh, the links will be in the show notes, rather, for each of the amazing voices you hear today. So, uh, guys, this will be a bit of a panel discussion, a little wrap-up of Season 2. Maybe touch on Season 1 if you'd like. Uh, going right into it, anybody have thoughts about this last episode as a whole? How did you like the two-part season finale? Oh, it was Last week was part of the season finale, too? Yeah, it was part one. Yeah. Uh, Alpha and Omega. Yep. Beginning yep. and end. So, it didn't feel like it, huh? I, I told oh, Cole. Oh, oh. It felt like it was just two different episodes. It was nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, was, it was, um, like the season. It's very slow to start. Yeah, but yeah. But it, it, it caught up a lot. But, um, just with this past episode. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna kick it off. I'm in this journey. I'm the one y'all love to hate. I feel like <laughs> Jennifer was acting way too linish. Okay. Last couple episodes. Yeah. <laughs> way too much, and that's why she was left in the middle of the road burning. <laughs> why? Because she feels like she can solve all the world's problems and don't even know how to use her powers properly. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden, it just manifests, and because she had. A three-minute conversation with Verena, and all of a sudden now, oh, I know everything I need to know because I had this three-minute wiggle my toes conversation, and now I can fly and burn in the air. I, it was it was stupid. Yeah, I, I yeah. said what I said. <laughs> what what about you, Shane? This last episode of this two-parter, what's your what's your take on it? <laughs> I agree that it also felt like it was just two separate shows. Uh. You know, no, with a with a week off, the continuity kind of gets lost for me. Yeah, I would have rather they did it as a just a two hour special. Mhm, mhm, mhm. I think that would have been good as well for all the shit that they stuffed into the last episode or the last two. Yeah, I think that would have been a good idea. Shit. Uh, what about you, Carl? What's your your general thoughts on the last episode, last two? Um, again, uh, this was a situation where. I don't, I just did not like, I didn't like the bad guy. Okay. For the first time, I didn't like Tobias. Um, mm-hmm. If you guys have listened what? to our, our episode 
Yes. <laughs> this is not Tobias. Tobias is a he is a calculating bad guy, not generic bad guy number one. He he no. He should have no. been caught like this. This I, is, this I truly is, agree. I truly agree with you. My bad. I was thinking about like everything that happened. You are totally right. Even mm-hmm. when um, a cutter was trying to calm him down and be like. Think about it. Mm-hmm. Like, he's the one that does it first. You are absolutely right, Carl. Mm-hmm. Right, and then he goes into generic bad guy, and he's like, "Get out of my way, woman! I know what I'm talking about. Shut up!" And I'm like, "No, nah, man! Like you, you talk about playing chess. You've read all these books on war, on building your army, yes. which you did. Yes. And then in one episode, your whole empire crumbles. That does not make any sense to me. Absolutely That's stupid. Yes, yes. And end up in a laser room." That, but fam, that I that was the most frustrating series of events. Like you said, Cole, you've read all these books. You've been this dynamic villain for so long, and then all of a sudden, everything, nothing. What is what this? What they say in color purple? Everything you touch will crumble. Everything you look at will crumble. Everything you do gonna crumble. Why? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got no arthritis in your fingers. You got the head in. That was yeah, the most the silliest shit. I was like, man, Tobias. And there were moments in the episode where he felt like Tobias, but this wasn't. It were few and far between, man. Few and far between. Excuse me, people. Yeah. First of all, what y'all won't do is blaspheme in the house. <laughs> you're right, you're right. Now, Tobias is doing his thing. Because y'all, y'all apparently have not played enough chess games. There's a long game to this. Tobias is right where he wants to be. He is surrounded by other metas. Shane. I don't think he want to be there. I don't. You got to make it make sense, Shane. Make it make sense. What's up? Explain. Mm-hmm. All right, but he knows that the Markovians have a greater supply of them. They have better access to them. So, what better place to be than in a warehouse full of metas? Mm-hmm. I believe Tobias wanted to be where he's at so he could build his army from where he is. Okay, I see that, and I, I like that. That's a different take than what we had. I'll say to your point that would make sense, but. To our point, the way he got there, it doesn't feel like... Because it would be one thing if he had have been fighting in the middle of the street and then taken there. Or it's just the way that he was captured does not seem to fit with what you're saying. But after he was captured, I do see that. that I could see him saying, well, hell, I'm off the grid in this pit or whatever. But at the same time, he didn't know he was going to end up there. Like this pit, we've never heard of this place. This, this is the first episode we haven't. They, they talked about it. We haven't seen it, but it could have been in the contents of that laptop that Todd yeah. locked before he met his demise. And, I, and, uh, first of all, if we're talking about blasphemy, Todd, Todd ain't dead. He's not gone. In this house, we know Todd ain't dead. Shame. <laughs> I'm just saying, we, we never saw who was in the car. We that, just saw his hand. That. We don't know. That could be anybody. That. Hashtag uh, Team Todd. Todd ain't dead. Todd lives. Todd lives. Yep. <laughs> oh, okay. So, speak. so let me go ahead. Let go me ahead. say one more thing, real quick. So let me say this. Let me say this, Shane. And we talked about this on the 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 season finale 
podcast, which you can catch uh, catch up on. But I feel like this was very rushed. Mm-hmm. If if we because honestly, when you look at this episode, he had a mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. He literally went crazy in this episode. Watch the episode again. You ever, after every commercial break, you can. <laughs> See his mind crumbling after every commercial break. It was like, it felt like he lost it. And instead of him talking to his sister in the in the picture, endearing and like he usually is, he crazy. <laughs> okay, let me ask y'all this while you on that. Because this, this is what I've been wondering this whole show. Am I the only one waiting on his sister to come walking up out this painting? <laughs> well, I'll say this. For the answer him back in real life. Before... Before the end of the season finale, I would have said no. With the things that have been done, not just at the ASA facility, but even in this like laundromat, this royal gothic laundromat that Eddie Kane work at. I, I mean, where did that come from, I, fam? So before this episode, yeah, but I mean, before this episode, no. But after this, we might open up season three with Tori. <laughs> so, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I'm gonna say right beside Khalil. Right. Ooh, ooh, my heart. Be still, my beating heart. Um, no, no, I was on. Did you see that movie? Okay. <laughs> Empress. Oh, so. I was ready. I was ready. You was ready for him. I'm ready for him when he come back. Cause he coming back. So okay. You ready for them? Eric Bernabe's dreads too, by the way. No, no, no them ain't coming back. He's not welcome here. They ain't coming back. not welcome here. <laughs> he got to have an No. We don't even know, but he might not. That's the thing. We don't know what he's going to end up being because he's just enhanced. And is he still enhanced? Really? Because Triple OG got him. You know he got to be fixed. He can't be in that tube and not be fixed. I don't know. Um, so, he didn't look struggly like when he died. Struggly. Struggly. <laughs> So he tell me this. The who? Oh, the ba- yeah. I can see that. I can see that. Super Soldier Number One. So y'all thinking about this um, as it pertains to religion? I want to know what you guys think of religion in the context of this show because oh. we do have metas, and it doesn't have to be any, extremely like deep in the the lore of religion. But I'm just thinking as it pertains to the pastor and his sermon about. God gonna have us and this and that. Well, let's look at it from the overall season, though, because mm-hmm. the pastor was a big part of this season. Yeah, yeah. Take us through it, Cole. Go ahead. Go ahead. You want me to start it off? Yeah, you you got it. You got it, brother. So, as far as the pastors, one, I always looked at men as crooked, and I think I think that's the problem with me and like with religion in my real life. Like mm-hmm. I look at a lot of pastors as crooked people because I've came across a lot of crooked pastors in mm-hmm. my life. But I look at him, to me, as somebody selling dreams as far as yes. coming into my church and come on, bring, come on in and we're going to take you in and all this other stuff. By the way, the collection plate will be around. And um, even from the very jump when he had the meeting in the church with this big time lawyer mm-hmm. talking about how, you know, we can't get y'all kids back. And then uh, Range brother with the messed up afro jump too much what you talking about my kids dude? what you mean uh, that whole why did they never expand on that they just dropped it that oh we got all this money to get the kids back and then 
No. Yeah, Blackbird came through. Yeah, but what, they didn't get their kids back because their kids sitting there wandering like zombies. Yeah. That's it. I do feel like because of it being a black show, um, and I look at this from the uh, from the aspect of it being in the in on CW, I think they have to um, kind of come with that angle because of 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 who Jefferson is, and they want Jefferson to be this black Jesus and all this other stuff. I just feel like a lot of times it can be a little heavy handed. Yeah, that's that's from my end, and I, I feel like I'm not saying tone it down, but I, I'm just saying like you know. It's just a bit much mm-hmm. to me. Okay. I don't. I see the preacher as a bad guy. Okay. Yeah. I, I I think that's fair because when we first met him in season one, him and Henderson went at it, and Henderson Henderson was do, saying the same shit. So if the show, my problem with the show and religion is that I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about the pastor. If you are going to write him to be a just southern black pastor, and he ultimately is going to be good then you need to find a better way of getting that across. Because like you, he seems like a villain. But my personal ideas about religion aside, they haven't written him well at all, I don't think. Um, so I, I'm, I'm conflicted because over the course of season one and two, he seems to be preaching a lot but not doing much. Even in the, uh, what is it, the community center that he owns, I don't see him there doing anything. So for me, it's just you're all talk. So, um, um, yeah, same. I mean, I I think they messed up just by getting him to play that part anyway. Mm -hmm. Because in every other thing that he's been in, he's a heel. Yeah. So, you know, and he just, that's how he comes off to me. Because my earliest memory of him is from uh, uh, Minister Society. Mm -hmm. I'm just waiting Ah. for KD and O-Dog to jump out and bust his ass again. Yeah. (laughs) I mean... No, you're absolutely right. I, I completely agree. Um, and I'm I'm okay. And that's why I say the show doesn't seem to know how they want him to be portrayed. I feel like you one of two things. Either you don't have any real down south Christians in your writer's room. Or you're writing him based off of your memory of a Tyler Perry play. Like it doesn't... It doesn't seem to fit. Like, I, like I said, my own relationship. I mean, why the hell not? You know, that'll be a more dynamic character because all he does is sweat and preach, and that's not enough. That's not enough. What about you, Empress? What's your thoughts on the pastor, on the Reverend, the good Reverend? Okay, we can start with my notes from this. This past uh, yeah, because um. When they pinned to him, I'm like, why did they bring him back? Why did they bring him back looking like a man who drives a white van with no window? Okay. <laughs> like, is it just like, I was like, he is not to be trusted. And then they got him, like, walking out the wheelchair like he the second coming or something. Yeah. But I, I, I didn't like any of it. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't understand what place it had in this episode actually, because it didn't add to the episode. Absolutely. And then the, when they were cutting to it, it was like we got this big fight scene. Um, uh, 
Thunder over here getting legally choked in a bubble, <laughs> and all of a sudden he go preaching about something that has nothing to do with the fight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was okay. I was okay with the choking. Uh, okay, Jay. <laughs> but no, but to all I y'all's agree. point, I I feel the same exact way. I don't understand Clifton Powell. What did he add outside of being a kind of household name in the black community? Um, and then Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton. Yeah, well, you know. But but that's the thing, though, Rand. Like I I feel like with them making it since this is a a quote unquote black show. I mean, they have to put. You gotta have some of the stereotypes, cause a lot of these people are shining. And like we got black people on this on this on this show shining, we gotta put some stereotypes. In there. We I'm, gotta have we I'm gotta good. have a crackhead. We 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 got to have. But I love too big. They don't have crackheads. They got green light heads. That look, that's, that's cold. Crack. Like, crack by any other name is still crack. Right. <laughs> but I'm on. <laughs> I'm okay with stereotypes. My issue is I don't feel a direction. Now it's one thing to give me a plot twist or to you know make misdirection, but the pastor, again, my personal feelings aside, looking at his character throughout this entire season, I don't see where he made an impact until Cutter poisoned him. Like he tried to help Khalil. N- no, he. Turned Khalil away when Khalil was trying to warn him to get out of town. Is that the same season we're on? What you come here to do? You try to kill me. Yeah, that's Yeah. Now he did, but my thing is by the time you tried to help Khalil, his spine was outside of his body. You know, so I I don't know. Reverend, he's whatever. Um But you gotta but let me let me throw this one more thing at him before we move to the next thing. So what are we gonna do? What I mean? How do we get the Blackbird part of it? What do you mean? How do we get the vigilante part of Vanessa? Oh, I because that, 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 that essentially that huh? I said, why she got two names and Jen ain't got one yet? But that's just I forgot who Blackbird was at the moment. <laughs> Girl, wow. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that I think we have to have cat. Certain things have to be catalyst for certain other things to happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think the pastor, the church, the thing that's going on in the church is giving Anissa something to um, kind of have a, it's a, it's a cause. Okay. You know, she's all about her causes. She can't be out there protesting no more. The church is in trouble. Uh, the sinner's in trouble. Blackbird's got to come out. She's got to do her thing. So I, 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 I think that he's there for a reason. Uh-huh. I, I just feel like it's too heavy-handed when he when he comes across with this. He can, why can't he just be going to preach a sermon today? See y'all later. Like I don't know why we can't just have that. Why can't he be an extra in a scene at the at the center? Yeah. So I mean, to your point, I think that's that's right. She has to have a cause. Um, because hell, she's thrived in the Sanjay Purdy stuff. Um, speaking of that, uh, Shane, what were your thoughts on the Sanjay Purdy? kind of a two two episode arc uh before that i'm mad that cole gave the reverend a, a, a podcast before you gave me one <laughs> <laughs> oh shit you got a direct line to jesus what i'm supposed to do <laughs> <laughs> man but i i think that the the two purdy episodes were probably two of the best episodes this season. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Immediately, immediately, I was I was wrapped into it, and now that the uh, the director of the 
NSA is gone, it gave me that that white enemy, sorry for that, that um, that black lightning seems to need. Yeah. Because yeah. fighting against the system is, is one thing, it's just too it's too vague. He had a white protagonist that we could see that we could either get behind or not. And I was feeling it because she brought with her all of her white soldiers that were gonna do what they had to do. You know, I mean I I thought before I realized it was only two episodes that yeah. Uh, Anissa and and Jefferson were gonna be able to start something with the with the party yeah. and, and get it cracking. You would think. You would think. It, oh, that's why I feel like they've dropped the but. I digress. Y'all used to hearing me, Empress. <laughs> what were your thoughts? I feel the same way because I think they really missed an opportunity with that storyline because it was actually the only thing that really grabbed your attention from start to finish. Mm-hmm. And what we're forgetting is, I can't remember her name, a white lady killer with the nails. Um, yeah. She never died. So yeah, right. She, is she with the rest of them? That's, like, that's, that's what they were supposed to happen. Yeah. Yeah, that's I'm about she, I mean, I didn't like her, but she wasn't here for the shits either. Yeah, yeah. And I, uh, one thing I really liked about her was her racism and. In your face, racism. Yes. And she, I feel like she was written in a way. Oh, how do I say this? I feel like, well, that of course. But I feel like she was written in a way where she wasn't cartoonish. She didn't exactly. seem like, hi, I'm evil white woman number one. She, she had a backstory. She had a cause. I think the greatest villains are villains like Magneto. People who you write in a way that they are clearly the villain, but you see more sides of them, and she's not just racism. Because like she told Black Lightning, however condescending it was, I want the advancement of my people. My people, you know, I don't stand with her, but I feel like she was just a bit more dynamic than some other villains that we've gotten before. Um, But yeah, where the fuck she at? She's a powerful player. You know, what's the answer? Her. What about the twins? Baby. Yeah. Baby. What? Where, where they got? It's, this is what's frustrating me. They just they left and they left them. Fam. Like, I, okay, I just, I just really life, feel. Well, your mama did. And <laughs> we ain't going to check on y'all ever again. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I honestly really feel like they just decided to do some what if story. Like the comics do. Like yeah. it's just like let's just do like a little side story about something real quick. And it ended up being to me, one, those two episodes were probably I agree, probably the best episodes they had this season. Yeah. But two, the things that they touched on as far as like the racism part of it, it wasn't really like a heavy it wasn't heavy handed. Mm-hmm. It was just like racism folks, like here it is. Yeah, even and in I, I think that it did put it like for the first time Anissa actually seemed competent mm-hmm. she actually seemed like she knew what she was doing mm-hmm. it didn't seem like everything was very convenient for her and I, I really enjoyed those two episodes and then we just went right back into the status quo after the fact that those episodes aired and I was like you know like why can't we get this all the time like why mm-hmm. is this a thing that that only has to last two episodes like I, I really didn't understand and it was out of left field it really was out of left mm-hmm. field I don't know if you guys felt the same way but I, I really... was happy that it was out of left field but my questions that arise is this because it, it it comes from there and then they swings back to the last episode yeah but um with Anissa 
delivering the babies and do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, and then, you know, Jen was like, oh, you in medical school. What year are you in medical school? Cause I, 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 Twelve. Andy, well, you know she's a seven-year senior? <laughs> <laughs> there ain't enough time. She played the grad chapter for AKA right now. What you talking about? Why did she do her residency? How does she have these... A medical bag with serum. I don't know no medical student with a medical bag. Yeah, uh, you what you know one now. It's it's yeah it's it's frustrating. I think what this show needs is more women and more uh, people of different backgrounds writing. And it's so odd because it's something I'll say about a white show, but it feels like get Shonda Rhimes to do an arc. Get Kerry Washington to do an arc. Get Ava DuVernay to. Do it like they do, um... Scandal? No, not, not Greenleaf, but, uh... Huh. uh, uh, uh Sugarcane. What is it? Um, help me. You know what I'm saying. I know what you're talking about. Queen Sugar. Queen Sugar. Do it like, you, you know, yeah, you I know, could. women to do different parts of the season. Yeah, but, yeah. And direct them. They can, they can benefit from doing something like that. I think so, too. Yeah, that's I, just different perspectives throughout the season mm-hmm. to catch those little loopholes. It's just like when you read a paper and have somebody proof proofread. Yeah, it's yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They okay. would really benefit for that. So I have something that I want to put out there to you guys. Um, as far as the season is concerned, who was the character that you liked the most, and who was the character that you that annoyed you the most? I'm not saying that you dislike. I'm saying, who who was there for you to just be like, yo, like, I am here for this character every week. And who's the character that annoyed you? I'll, I'll start with Everest. I know what your answers like are going to, to like be, but I'm going to go. Season. I like who lived the season. Yes, um, yes. He found himself, and he was actually trying to turn himself around and do better, even though they tow up, tow all the way up his aunt's house. And they didn't even, what the aunt They Who checked on the aunt? Ain't nobody she did. She Who else got on my nerves? Get an honorable mention. Who, who aggravated me? 
Mike Laurie. Mm. Okay. Mike Laurie. Wow, I'm not surprised. The white man, of course, guys. <laughs> oh, come on, guys. Come on. Can we, can we, can we, can we, can we get, can we get real? Okay. Okay. It's not always the white man's fault, guys. This time it was. I said he got honorable mention. I didn't even put him above Lynn. Shame. Was pretty good. Oh, and I like Lala this season too. Look now. Damn you. Shame. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm gonna let those go. Hey, call me Ishmael. I am a should have burnt that down. We don't even know. She lost that too, yeah. Didn't, didn't she lose that with old girl too? Uh, she lost that too. Don't, 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 don't do that, Empress. <laughs> 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 That's a sore spot for me. I don't like the way that she treats my girl, Grace. Yeah. And that is above all why I can't stand her ass. Okay. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Mm. Who was uh, you, you here for this season, Shane? Okay. That was wrong. Okay, Shane. <laughs> Shane, too looks far. Like looks like he's not going to moonwalk on that one. Am I right, guys? No. Y'all shut up, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. For me, it's a mixed bag. Uh, Tobias is probably up there, but I might have to lean on... Uh, I don't know. Uh, Khalil was really good. Um, just his arc, um, but uh, what's homeboy? What do I want to say? Toby, what's that nigga name? Blue Ranger. What's the nigga name? Yeah, yeah. Todd, shit, goddamn. <laughs> I said Toby. No, um, but I got. Oh no! First of all, it's a nah, bro. It ain't it ain't for you, but no, I I'd probably have to say Khalil. Khalil was the thing that that was probably my my favorite or the MVP of this episode of this season because he had a very substantial arc, and if we hadn't have gotten him at the end of the finale, I still he still would have been memorable. He would have had a, to me a complete story. We know his story is going to continue on, but I think if we had to end it, that would have been a nice solid ending for his arc um so khalil my least favorite or my my, my least liked or whatever most annoying. Uh, most annoying i'm really tied between jefferson and anissa but i have to fall on anissa 
I do. She did a lot of dumb shit. You fucked over Grace. You fucked over uh, Zobi. You fucked over every woman you've been around. And then you bullshitted your way back into Grace's life with this sob story of your dead uncle. And then once you got back there, you couldn't even assure her that you would try not to hurt her again. And then you so fucking absent-minded and so self-absorbed that you don't see that your girlfriend is dealing with something not even that she's a meta what if let's say grace had lupus or grace um had schizophrenia or something you aren't paying enough attention to this woman to understand that something is different you got to put the pieces together in flashbacks Zombie. So i got a question while we talking about grace go ahead y'all, i know y'all paid close attention and i i think it went over my head mm-hmm. So is Grace the man? Yeah. Did she absorb into the man? She's shape shifting to him. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Look at I her. I never get that. I'm like, where the man come from? <laughs> yeah, she can shape shift into different things and or people and things. I don't know, but yeah, she. That makes sense. So that, sense. that being said, let's uh, kind of move. Wait, Cole, did you give you? A... I, I never. Wow. Oh my I, bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, so, so I, I don't know if, if my answers are going to shock anybody or not. Probably not. So, this that season not for Glenn. You don't tell me. This is not my, my life. You don't tell me what this is my life. Your life sucks if you say Glenn. <laughs> Can I talk? Damn. Go so, this was a very... Um, one, I, I thought the season was... I, the people who I thought I was going to be here for... I actually got misdirected and went a different way. Mm-hmm. So every every episode, I'm just gonna tell you guys right now. Every episode, I showed up for Jennifer. Yeah. Um, I thought that Jennifer's story arc was probably the strongest, best, most well written, and up until the to the, to the season finale, most best planned out. Yeah. Um, story arc of the whole season. I loved every minute of Jennifer's story art. I mm-hmm. love Jennifer her she acted the the role very well. Um I felt for. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I think every episode of Black Lightning uh matters that we we did the podcast. Yeah. I I was rooting for Jennifer mm-hmm. because it just it would it just sucked. Like you could really feel you really felt like damn like 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 her parents really are horrible. Yeah. Everything mm-hmm. that they did for her sucked. She had to be a prisoner in her, home, in her own home because of no fault of her own. She didn't ask for these powers. She just got them. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. she didn't know what was going on. And the crazy thing is, everybody in the house knew but her. Yeah. Everybody knew that they had powers or what was going on, and she didn't know. Mm-hmm. And then she get these powers, and then she's 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 exiled to yeah. her room. Yeah. And I just, I really, I came, I came to the show every every week because I wanted to see how she was going to do things. Some of it was very predictable, but a lot of it was very entertaining because mm-hmm. she portrayed a, a 16-year-old girl with powers exactly how I would want it to be portrayed. I, yeah. I thought it was a very good... It was a good thing up until the last episode. Mm. I didn't like her being able to master her powers all of a sudden, looking like Bruce Leroy from uh, <laughs> Last Companion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but... Um, and the, the character that annoyed me the most, <sighs> Jefferson Pierce. Ha! Um, probably 
one of the most inconsistent superheroes slash principal slash teachers slash black Jesuses I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I don't understand why he has the title of the show. It might it should it should it, it should be called the Daughters of Black Lightning because he Jefferson lost his job. Jefferson he he mistreated his he treated his daughter like some type of like animal. Yeah. Mofo. He got his ass whooped all season. By Wendy too. By Wendy too. Wendy got his he ass. He got his ass whooped. And on top of that, on top of that, he made no good decision. I don't think he made a good decision this year. Mm-hmm. I don't think he retired his suit when, <laughs> when, when, when he was in that ice and when he was with the party, he did repower his suit or, or flew yeah, or something. Yeah, he repowered his suit kind of efficiently. Those were good decisions. I'm of the ilk or I'm of the thinking of if you're the title character of a show, I'm not saying that you have to be perfect, but you can win a couple fights. You can make a couple good decisions. You can actually even treat your child good. You, can you win know a couple what? Fights. I'm going I'm to I'm give Jefferson one. When my glory... Was like make them go to class, and he was like, "That ain't my job." I mean, even even when when uh even when his so called best friend Ugh. off the damn uh off the damn school board was like that whole situation. Like, how are y'all friends? He tell you bad news. He tell you bad news every time you see him, and mm-hmm. y'all cool. Like, I don't get that. Mm-hmm. I don't tell him the good news. He didn't want it. That was too much I, after the fact. I don't think I I I don't think that's in his character to, to take it that way. I, I that yeah. was very believable for him to just turn it down. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the problem. And then he didn't set up here and was like, "Go to the police." Um, Fam. No, you go to the police too. That's corrupt. You kill two people by telling them to go to do the right thing. And Doctor Jace is good as dead. Hell. But see, so his, 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 I agree with you. I agree with you. But it felt it felt like he could not, he couldn't do, he couldn't do it. And the thing is, he he runs. The problem with Jefferson Pierce is that when he runs off emotions, he just fucks up everything. Yeah, he just he burns the cake. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and the chili from the or the or the pie, whatever they made at the end. Yeah. Right. The cobble, he the peace cobbler, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just, I, I feel like, I feel like them making the title character. I mean, I'm just gonna say it. He was, he was an idiot this season, and yeah. I. And was now he weak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. He I, started off on such a high last season. He had nowhere else to go but down. But that, if you had, oh, and I don't want to say, I'm going to say this, but I Man. don't. If the writing was better, if it was mm-hmm. if it was thought out, not that the writers aren't good writers, but I don't feel like this season has been planned out. Like I said in the see the finale episode, if you treated this season like a book, there are certain points you need to get to, and you write your way to these points. You you write down everything that's going to happen so that when you have 
Khalil and Jennifer doing their on the run two tour. You have <laughs> you have Easter eggs of Cape Guy, so that when he does get killed at the end, it matters. You bring in Nigga Nightcrawler every couple episodes and watch his journey to uh, Freeland, so we can care about him. You you find a way to take all the shit you want to happen and to make sense at the last episode, and you walk it back. The Masters of Disaster went down too quick. Go ahead, Empress. Go ahead. No, because, you know, it just came to my head. What? And especially about the writers, you got to think back to when Khalil was hiding behind trash cans waiting on Jen to come save him. Baby. And then three, three minutes later, he's all up in the club shooting it up and jumping into a cartwheel. What was that when you were hiding behind trash cans? Yeah, it's... Y'all before, right? How you gonna do it one place and not do it the other? Why you scared behind the trash can but not in the building? Yeah, yeah. No, no, you're absolutely right. I I don't know if it's because we were just on a high from season one, but season one to season two does not translate well to me. It, it doesn't. doesn't. Mm-mm. Oof. But if, uh, I, I believe Cole can attest to this because we actually watched all the Arrow versus show outside mm-hmm. of uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, C- the CW, they do have a way of consistently doing that. They bring you up, and then the main character seems to have to go on this long, introspective journey about himself, and they start fucking up. They did mm-hmm. it with Arrow. Mm-hmm. They did it with The Flash. It, it, gets, it gets a little old, but they do it. But I think that we're more uh, emotionally invested in this show, so it hurts us more. Yeah, I can see that. Um, what I do want to say as like an overall blanket comment for the whole show, even though this season was not the greatest, I feel like we should have the opportunity to make these mistakes and still continue to get the jobs. Though I'm not happy completely with season two, I feel like it could have been better. I feel like we should have, we being the collective we of black people, should have the opportunity to have a failed season and to still get jobs so that we can improve from there. Because when it comes to us and other brown people, the first time something doesn't excel, all of a sudden you're writing it off. Or if it excels and it goes too well, i.e. the sitcoms of, black sitcoms of the 90s, you don't see it anymore. Where you're living singles and your Martins and your Fresh Princes. But that's another conversation for another day. No matter how we feel about season two, I do think that we should be able to have these failed seasons and continue to improve without being canceled because this didn't go right. You know what I put this season as? As a filler season. So it's setting us up for the greater third season. But that's a problem. It still should have been written with intention like everything mattered. The Sanjay and Purdy shit didn't matter. Wendy, I'm sick of that. Thing, it didn't mm. Go ahead, Shane. What were you saying? But I don't think that uh, based on the target audience of this show, and I, I hate that you guys are making me sound like semi-intelligent because <laughs> I'm usually real, real ignorant. But um, <laughs> we are quick to turn on ourselves before the, the other people do. Now, if the show starts lacking, it's not going to take too long for us to be like, Man, fuck this show. I thought it was going to be something. Mm, mm. Then the target audience goes away, and then the show goes away. Sure. Well, like, they got to write every episode like it's going to be the last. That's exactly, and that's where I think planning. See, because Riverdale is well, is ending, or in, the, in a week or so, is going to wrap up its third season. 
and going and they are, they've been greenlit for a fourth season weeks ago, months ago, I think before the first hiatus. That show is a clusterfuck of drop plot lines, horrible continuity, poor mistreatment poor of that too. Terrible treatment of his marginalized and black and LGBTQAI and it is horrible, but they keep getting seasons. Good, and you ain't missing nothing. But what I'm saying is, I it's not. But if they're able to, I think that their target audience doesn't think that way, and that may be. But the thing is, it still does. It still can be a good show. You don't drop whole plot lines like, what do you? I digress. Shane, to your point. <laughs> yes, I agree, Shane. We will turn on ourselves. And and maybe it's a bit more visible because we are more vocal. Black Twitter is a thing, a real thing that gets stolen from very often. So if the consensus on Black Twitter is this is some fucked up shit, then, you know, what comes next? Whew, Chile. Um Yes, ho. <laughs> so, um, what are we? How are we feeling about um, the Markovian War? Uh, to kind of go a bit into the future here, any ideas or thoughts on the ramifications of the war? If it's going to be an actual war, or what do you maybe want to see in the Markovian War? You skipped ahead a little bit. No, go how ahead. Did the man get in the house? Oh. Tell them about the war. Oh, you just them in the house? Yeah, Odell. Odell. Now, if he fuck around and he a meta, I'm going to be mad. I don't I mean, want him to be a meta. You dropped like the ball me. right there, too. That man in your house, you talking about, get out. No, you're a superhero. It's a tech. Your whole family is vulnerable. Yeah. Jeffrey uh, Pierce don't attack uh, unarmed men. Sorry. Fuck that. He's like Jesus. You Crap, Jesus. That's a problem. And that's a problem right there. Uh, I'm all for, you know, okay. Daredevil over at Marvel is a Catholic. That's a very integral part of that character. He deals with a lot, much like Nightcrawler of the X-Men. He's Catholic. So him, his religion factors into his relationship and his character very heavily. If we are to believe that Jefferson is black Jesus and his religion is something that motivates him and that affects the way he does things, this show hasn't done a good job at expressing that. I feel like Anissa is more Christian than he is. Just off of her, a- no, 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 no. Just off of what? her action, no. I don't think no, that she is. Just because he's still for the church. What I'm saying is, she's putting forth more effort and energy. <laughs> but she's putting forth more effort and energy into the church that I feel like Jefferson. Not to say that he has to steal for the church, but whenever church is brought up, she's central. She's the one that the she story focuses. You remember she stole for the oven one time I heard about you. Mm. What hand preacher? The the, the mortician. The, That's for the funeral. The funeral, yeah, the yeah. But it's church adjacent. That <laughs> it is. Um but yeah, so I I think that this isn't serving him well to be black Jesus. Or the writers aren't doing a good enough job writing this because I don't see any conflict of religion. It's very much we don't kill. Fine. That's not enough. I don't agree you don't, they don't kill, but they steal. Let's talk about that. How you gonna pick which commandment you gonna live by? Because your daughter out here thieving. Okay, who she thieving from? She a thief. <laughs> I, I don't. I 
I agree with that, right? So we'll, I'm looking at it from the simple fact that that Jefferson, no matter how the 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 turnout's gonna be, even if it's somebody who's gonna die because the the cops are crooked, yeah. he always chooses the right thing. To do. But what is the um, right? To, mm. I mean, the right thing to do is go to the police. The right thing to do, I'm not, I, from, and from his perspective, I, I'm looking at him, you don't steal as a superhero. You don't do these vigilante things. You don't, you go to the police, you do the right thing at all times, man. Like, I, I get where you're coming from with that, but I'm also looking at it as like, Jefferson, even at the detriment of even his family, he picks the right thing to do at all times. No, man. So, I mean, but that's hindering the show, the progression of the show. No, that's hindering the progression of the superhero. That's hindering the, that's hindering the progression of the man who is Jefferson Pierce. He is playing himself on a lot of these things. Absolutely, he is. Because, and, and you guys can, can chime in on this. I understand the religious aspect. I understand wanting to do the right thing. I even understand the bad guys kill, but we don't. But what I don't understand is, you know that there are so many metas. You know that Tobias is changing the rules of the game, and you are not adapting. You are enlisting the help of people who will kill, or people who will go the extra mile, and you're not upgrading yourself. Your suit. You ain't gotta go far, cause Jennifer will kill. But that's what I'm saying. If you don't want your daughter to do this, you know Perina. Why are we not bringing her in to, uh, to conference yeah. and say... What can we do? Is there anything you can do with your powers that maybe won't kill Tobias, but can get him off the table until we can what find out? She? Who knows? I don't. A oh yeah, something like that. Well, I think she's a telepath or a telekinetic or something. Mind powers. Okay. <laughs> so no, I just, I, I, I feel like you can't, and that's why I had the original question about religion, and not to down any one of their beliefs. I'm not trying to do that by any means. My question is, when believing in God and in higher power, how do you go forward knowing that there are these metahumans? It's no longer um, just dealing with bureaucracy and violence, man, man versus man. Now we're dealing with enhanced individuals in droves. How do we reconcile that with just praying and not putting forth different actions? Because... We aren't fighting just the police or just somebody who tried to rob us. We fighting a motherfucker that can control fire, that can flood your house. I would actually start praying because that would make me feel like God is truly real. Because if they have these people with these powers, mm -hmm. then of course the ultimate man with the powers, when mm -hmm. is he gonna manifest that? Yeah, and I can I can see that. But what I'm saying is the show I feel like ain't giving me that because that's an interesting uh, way to take at least one character in the show. You know, Lord, just showing me whatever, like, give me the book of Revelations on a very small scale within this show and make the pastor be a bit more uh, important than he is. Go. Jay? Nah, I, I'm, I'm not for it at all. They, um, they're trying to play up the too many black uh, stereotypical things and... Religion is one of the things they probably should have left out of it. Even as far as going as far back as season one, they should have never called him the Black Jesus. I understand when Latavia said it, you know, and it was it was appropriate for that, but I don't think it was necessary to extend it over a 
across the whole show. It, 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 I, I also have different ideas about religion, and it, that part of the show just wears on me a little bit. Cole? Um, I just feel like that's a part of who we are as far as, I, I, again, and I've said this throughout the whole podcast, and I'm going to continue to say it, they do do it in a very heavy-handed way. But at the end of the day, that's that's a part of our lives as far as whether you go to church or not, whether you have faith or not, whether you believe or not. That is still a part of who we are as, as black people. Period. Like that's that's just how it is. I understand that it maybe they shouldn't have it as much in the show as they do, but I also understand like it's relatable and it and it and for some people that might be a reason for them to um, either tune in or to be able to um, kind of relate more to the show because you understand there's a lot of people who don't deal with a lot of superhero shows unless it's something there that can keep them hooked. Yeah, and I'm not saying they. Religious side of it the right way, but I do I can't see people being like, well, you know something, it's good that they have a show on here talking about God and religion. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or it's good that they actually like trying to like look at that aspect of it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I mean, it's a it's a thing that is relatable and it's a thing that that they that they put into the show. Go ahead, Shane. I'm sorry. But they don't do that in any of the other CW shows. And if you took out all aspects of religion from the show. The show still could have got where it is today without all that. The preacher could have been a, a community leader, and they could have still had the same protest and still got Khalil shot. Agree with that. Well, I'll say for it's me, been a community it didn't make it. The religion thing, I don't mind it so much, but it made more sense when we found out that Freedom was in Georgia, that it was in the South, in a way that if this was a New York-based show. Yeah, you could have got away with it, but it made more sense to me once we realized they were in Georgia. Hmm. So yeah. Yeah, because up here, up here in the Northeast, we don't, we're not really on it like. That. Well, and I don't think to that degree. I think there are, but it's yeah, yeah. I can, I can, yeah. I agree. Hmm. Um. So for, so that's gonna let me because it got kind of heavy. Can we get a little light? Yeah, Markovia. Oh. The, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh yeah. 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 No, go ahead, Cole. Go ahead. <laughs> was there, um, for, for everybody, and I, and I know we just got off of this season um, finale and stuff like that, so it might be hard to kind of think back, but was there a moment in this season that you guys, like, kind of was like, man, that was actually dope as fuck? Mm. Mm. Did I have one of the moments this season, or was it a season? Man, wait, what? Scratch that question. Scratch that. How do y'all feel about this season as a whole? Mm. Shane? start with you. Uh, I feel, excuse me, pretty much the same way as I said earlier, like, season one was so dope. Season two was just hard to live up to that. And the hiatus didn't help. And the the stuff that they're bringing in now, like, uh, like you guys said, it is too rushed. They tried to do too much. Like, they, I think they could have slowed the pacing down and focused on any particular thing, focus on the pockets or focus on what we were all looking for, Jenga and our powers. Yeah. They could have focused they could have focused better on the um, that 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 oh that's trying to mess with Grace. They could have done <laughs> <laughs> Wow. You know, just, so they me? tried to they tried to cram too 
much into this season. Yeah. And I, I think it, I think it ended the show a little bit. A lot. What you say, Ray? Um, you a moment that I enjoyed or that stood out? No, I mean, what did you think about the season? Oh shit! You did say that. My bad. I'm stuck on the first question. <laughs> um. I, I think overall it was a solid project. I don't know how good it was. I didn't really like. There were a lot of parts that I enjoyed, much like the on the run stuff. Um, I enjoyed Grace. Um, I enjoyed Lala coming back, uh, and I enjoyed yeah, a lot like, of. To- but did you like this? I, I liked it. I liked parts of it. I'll say that. There were substantial parts that I enjoyed, but overall, it didn't give me the punch that season one did. Now, I don't want to come down hard on the show as if it has to live up to season one, because that's not it. Because I feel like a lot of things were in place that if they had a wrote with intention on every single episode, we still could have gotten a great season. Um, some of this, it feels like they had episodes one through five written. And then while those were playing, they said, Look, let's do, you know, six through eight. And then let's do eight to 11. Like, it didn't feel like it was a cohesive project. So all in all, I enjoyed seeing these black people working. I enjoyed seeing some familiar faces. But in comparison to season one and where I think this show could have went, I did not like this season as a whole. No. Wow. Not at all. Yeah, 
that I mean her trying I really wish they just ungave her. I mean we need the we need that for the culture, but we don't need her particularly mm-hmm. to try to play that role because she's not believed. We don't believe you. You need more people. None of these relationships are believable. None. <laughs> Especially not Grace. A, um, I didn't. I, I didn't like the way they did Jefferson in school. They they really tried to sun him mm-hmm. with Mike Laurie. Mike Laurie is an asshole. Um, yeah. But the Sanjay Purdy was like the highlight of the whole thing. I did like when Lala came back. That was major. Yeah. But it's so many people that disappear or don't, you don't hear from them ever again. And you don't really know what their point was. But I'm happy that the little wind girl, they keep bringing her back. Wendy. I didn't know what she Wendy? was. Yeah. 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 She. Uh, uh, yeah. You know what? You know what, Cole? You know what, Cole? You know what, Cole? Keep trying. Keep trying. <laughs> oh, oh man. Um, okay, okay. Um, so what about Gamby? I think I think he's. I don't get to answer the question. Oh no, shit! My bad, nigga. Go, go. Go ahead. What's nah, up? fam. What's up? What's up? <laughs> Damn, you keep doing this, bro. My bad. I'm not look. It ain't nothing personal, man. I'm sorry. Lay my, lay my head in my heart. Oh, oh gee. Uh, this this uh this season was very vanilla. Yeah. Um, we got so it was a, it was like eating some ice cream with with it was eating vanilla ice cream and every now and again we found like a chocolate covered almond or a peanut <laughs> or a splash of chocolate like. You can tell the factory kind of messed up and threw some stuff in there on accident. Did you enjoy it? <laughs> <laughs> so, that was this season for me. Mm. Um, my chocolate covered almond was Jennifer and Khalil's storyline. Yeah. Um, my peanut was uh, Lala coming back. You know mm. what I'm saying? My little burst of chocolate was, uh, you know, like the, the, the whole nigga Nightcrawler. Yes. <laughs> you know oh, like, yeah. Um, about him. I'm really saddened because I agree with you, Rain. Like, this season could have been so much more. And they took the time to kind of really ruin. Um, was that you, Shane, who said they planned out the first five seasons? And then after, was that Rain? One of you guys said it's like they yeah, planned out the shame. first five seasons. And after that, it felt like they just was like, all right, we're going to hurry up and rush it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah first five episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like, and especially with the season finale that we got, I, I just, I don't think they put enough into the show. Yeah. I don't think they wrote the show out well enough for us to enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I just, I, it was, it was bland. It was bland, to say the least. Yeah. They yeah. didn't learn from Black Panther. Uh, if they would have learned from Black Panther, they would have seen, we show out for stuff that we like that has done well. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think they expected to have another season. I said that, too. Yeah. I've said that before. That's all right. I mean, shit, here we go. We got a season three, so we can only hope that they do well by the show for season three. Because, ooh, this was rough. Um, so I do want to touch on Gamby, uh, the adopted family member, the, the white savior, the, the strong token 
<laughs> give me some thoughts on Gamby in this season and overall. Uh, Empress, what about you? Gamby. Gamby, what Gamby. What doing with them um, Surrey gloves from Black Panther? <laughs> he, he was supposed to be able to absorb her power with those, damn it. Absorb yeah. power. He, he, he made reference to it in the last the season, the episode before that. Pay attention. <laughs> Look at Empress. <laughs> I know my way to Alabama. So, <laughs> anyway. To know your way to watching the show and paying attention to things. You know what? Jesus. I'm ignoring you. So, Rain. <laughs> I mean, hold up. I got to think back. Okay. So, this is the season where Gamby went missing. Yeah. We had a lot of dramatics, but he was okay. Gamby was actually good this season because he was sitting there doing his covert ops. Mm-hmm. And he had flipped in the jeep and stuff. So I, I'm, I'm here for Gamby, and especially him holding down his family. Yeah, strip family probably all dead dog. <laughs> cool, cool. But what I don't okay, okay, I'm about to break it down. What I don't appreciate from Gamby this um this go around, he's supposed to be the special operative and know all this top secret and stuff and supposed to be watching out for his family. How does he not know that his camera's inside the uh, house? How does he not know about this secret? Mm, that's a good or point. The ass ain't smarter than him. Nah. The ass ain't, I'm thinking his ass. Nah. Yeah, but they evolved. They trained him. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with Empress on this one. I didn't even think of that. Like, I know that you, you have no reason to think that there's something there but don't get rusty nigga right yeah no i'm with i'm with her i'm with empress on that one technology change why does it not why, why doesn't his information within the organization he's in a freaking sanctum centaurum cave what are you talking about <laughs> yeah. nobody he, cares about your sat he, he's clearly a horrible tailor because he ain't never got no customers that so, oh, but he's making he's making superpower suits <laughs> Which I do not like. I Where the like money from it, Empress? Where the money to buy all this shit at? He clearly ain't making no money from tailoring. He killing people on the low. He's an assassin. Yep. Yep, there you go. I'm with that. Seems legit. He collect his, he, he collect his money out of trash cans in little black duffel bags. Yep. Like yep. <laughs> what about you, Shane? He's in the mode with a gun. Uh, okay. <laughs> Shane, give me your thoughts on Gabby. Really confused me about last episode. Yeah. So when Gamby was trying to help Jennifer on the ground, and Lala came up, are you wanted to buy his meds? <laughs> they were just like, no. He was like, okay. Like, <laughs> is that it? <laughs> is that it? <laughs> yeah. If I'm the only one to tell that, that well, was crazy. Well, if you an old white man, yeah. No, she glowing on the ground. I mean. I guess he say. No, he said, "Fuck that, nigga. I'm supernatural. Fuck you." <laughs> oh shit! Uh, Shane, what's up? What's your, what's your thoughts on Gamby? Uh, I still don't trust Gamby. Oh. What? Okay. <laughs> Them that should still be hard to man for Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But I also think that uh, he shouldn't be trusted because he worked for the company. Now we're just going to assume that he's working against the company with the technology that they provided him? No. It, it, it doesn't make any sense to me at all. Okay. But I, I also... I need to he might have built them for them. He provided them to them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I also know that he couldn't, they couldn't kill him off because until, um, until Honey Boo Boo's mom came out as one of the masters of destruction, there was no other white people on the show. Well, you said a word Dr. right there. Chase? No, no, the the water girl. The Dr. blonde. Chase is white. No. Dude. Is she or is she... White. Is she white? No. <laughs> Jeez, man, oh my God. <laughs> well, what about you, Cole? Then what's your what's your Gamby take? Your hot take on Gamby? Okay, man. Look, I I don't I don't get it. Like, hasn't Gamby proved himself? No. Nope. Like he's proved him. What is wrong with you? I'm just playing, man. I think okay. he has. I think that Gamby played his position. He was a role player this season. They did put him in the forefront. He did what he had to do. He provided. We found out that he's a cave down there, or, or a sanctum centurum, or whatever the hell that is down there. And I think I like Gamby this season. I thought he fit in. They even did a little bit of a storyline, which they never really. Yeah, that's a problem. Out. But he got kidnapped. And we don't even know who got him. We even seen him cut a cut a motherfucker finger off. I, I just feel like I feel like Gamby has proven himself as somebody that can be trusted. He is an ally, and I feel like he did his job. He wasn't. Oh, we didn't get too much Gamby, but we didn't get. Um, we got just enough Gamby. Not a, not too much, not too little. Just mm. enough Gamby to see. Yeah, I, I like Gamby. I, he's needed. He's the man in the chair now. They I, need Gamby. If they had T'Challa's sister, they would have rather had her. Uh, <laughs> no, I I agree with Cole. I agree actually with both of y'all. No, I but would definitely want Siri over Gamby. Uh, she got vibranium. <laughs> yes, um, I do that like Gamby. What you say? What you say, Shane? Right. Vibranium doesn't exist. Oh right, right. Um, but I do, I do like Gamby. I think the way that they handle Gandhi, Gamby in this season is how they need to handle Tobias in the next season. Give me just enough of him while a war is breaking out where you erupt as the big bad at the end of season three. That you've, you've collected your group, you found a way out of this Magneto prison, and you rise like a phoenix from the sun. And you now are on top of everything. In the meantime, I want to see who is going to take over the 100. Uh, but back to the original question, I did, did enjoy it. Where did the 100 go? Because I ain't seen but three of them. The, the the 100 minus 97. You gotta do the, you gotta do the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pay attention to the freaking show, Empress. You're too busy hating on Liz so much, you'll pay attention to the show. You see that, you know, you yeah. know, we, saw, we saw the 100 in the club when he met Kai. That's about the last time we seen all 100 of them. Huh. This is true. This is true. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he didn't die. He just got more tattoos. Right. He fought around six dead people with him, right? 
Okay, well, no, no. Well, that being said, because we're going to have to end up wrapping it up soon here, let's work on predictions then. Speaking of Eddie Kane, um, tell me, what, what what do you think of a season four? What do you want to see? What uh, What's up with the Markovian War? What's up with Eddie Kane, Lady Eve, Lala? Anybody uh, want to give their kind of maybe Are pitch? Well, he, no, I'm just saying in general, she <laughs> might. <have. laughs> I hope she do. Okay. So, okay, boy. Anybody want to uh, shoot their shot first for for a season four pitch or your ideas or what you want to see? I think all the betters are going to represent all the bad guys. Like it's going to be instead of having Tobias as being the main bad guy, I think it's going to be a bunch of different matters every mm-hmm. episode or so, just showing the different, like taking over the war or showing their powers and displaying their powers in some way. Mm. Okay. Okay. I, and I think some other people from other universes, you know, I'm not really big on the other ones, but I think people from other universes will come to try to help Jefferson while he gets his ass beat by Matters. Yeah. I don't foresee him doing better with his fighting. And I actually think Jen is going to end up being a bad guy. Oh, oh, that's a real hot take. Okay. Y'all heard I, it here, folks. <laughs> I, saw, I saw it in her eyes when she was getting Tobias when they were turning um, orange. Yeah. Look kind of evilly. <laughs> okay, okay, that's that's something. Okay, <laughs> what about you, Shane? <laughs> you got any predictions for season four? Anything you want to see or any of that? Empress, Empress might have a good point because once Jen finds out that Khalil is back, that could go anywhere. And now, now that they both got powers and she's learning, I don't know. It that that could be big. Yeah, but um. Uh, Eddie Kane can't be trusted because we thought that he was over there um, helping Lala, but apparently Tobias made him put some kind of failsafe into uh, Lala's programming. That had to be done by Eddie Kane because nobody else had access to him. Yeah. So he. he I uh, know Tobias said he did it without uh, Eddie Kane knowing. Yeah. Well, he did say he. Yeah, he said he enhanced them. Yeah. He he did the enhancement stuff to him. Eddie Kane did. All right. Alright, my bad, my bad. But if, if he's going to be uh, creating Build-A-Bear niggas out of spare parts. <laughs> you right. Awesome tales. Uh, uh, you know, it gives me hope for Cyanide because I'll leave Grace in a minute for her. But Okay. Maybe Cole will get to take Lady Eve the Red Lobster. Uh, uh, it's Outback. Sir. No, it is. Yeah, but I think he has to do it good. But I'm a I'm a vegetarian now, so we would have to go somewhere vegetarian friendly. Well, the law of Beyonce is he has to do his job before he is able to go to Red Lobster. Oh, she ain't gonna take me nowhere. <laughs> I love her. Oh, I take anywhere she wants to go in life, as long as she loves me. As long as she loves me, there and we you go. go. You've been real sappy this whole season. Oh, black love. I just love you. Oh, I love black love. Oh, I shed it three tears for this episode. Completely worth it. I hope Lynn and Jefferson get a new barber. See, Shane, you didn't even have to go there. You could have left that. (laughs) Shut up, Shane. I mean, apparently, initials. Apparently. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she really is the only one got a good hairstyle. That. Shit, Dr. Oh, J. Did she ever get a new wig next season? Yeah, that. I, I'm quiet places in the beauty salon. What the? <laughs> but don't nobody work there. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> Cole, what about you, man? What's your, what's your predictions or your pitch for season four? Three. Three. Uh, three. Shit. Season three. I want to throw something out here, real quick. No. And it might. And it might. It may happen, it may not happen. But I feel like, can you stop? I, I feel like this is a situation where since um, Tobias is in that maximum whatever, mm-hmm. they're going to go to him for some advice or some help. Oh, like, right. he's not completely out of the picture. Like, he's going to be, well, you're not watching the Flash this season, but I think he's going to be like reverse Flash in this season of Flash. Like, mm-hmm. ooh, they got to go. They gotta go to him yeah. or something. Yeah. They gotta go to and I and I also wanna say this. If we only get so next season should be the whole season has to be some international type shit. Mm. Like mm-hmm. I don't want it to be like the first three seasons that they go out outside of Freeland and like I, I, I need them to kinda leave Freeland a little bit. And I need them to kind of venture out and see what else is going on so they can catch up with what's going on with Markovic. Because Markovic, they say Freeland's ground zero, but I also feel like Markovic is going to be in other places. They can't just be, like, Freeland's not not important to me. I don't feel like Freeland is important enough for them to just have everything set in Freeland. They mm. got to get outside of their, their comfort zone. Mm. And I also... You think you're the preacher with them in your vision? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, I was rudely like interrupted. I like that you made that parallel to the pipeline, but that just feeds off my crazy prediction that you know, like the red flash is in there with all those other metas. The bias is in there with all the metas from this, from, from Freeland. Uh, yeah, mm. I feel that. Okay, okay. No, okay. no. I, I just want them to be, I want the first family of DC to actually, um, get outside of Freeland. And I want them to have some other... And I, I kind of said this to, to Rain. Um, was it yesterday? Probably. Why not bring in Milestone Comics? Yeah. If you don't want to bring in the DC... Uh, the, the Arrowverse, let's get some Let's get some static. Let's get Icon. You know what I'm saying? Rocket. Let's get hardware. Let's get like some of those people from the Milestone Comic universe because they, they are a part of the DC universe. Yeah. Um, let's let's uh, let's get them in there. Yeah. So. Oh well, that's that. Uh, for me, I want Game of Thrones style blood and battles. Now, as much as I can get on a CW show, I understand that. But I want a battle for the throne. I want metas. I want <laughs> Wendy, Easter, uh, Khalil acting up. I want. Lala getting his gang of, of outsiders. I want Grace to come back in full effect with her own group. Like, I just want chaos. I want chaos so that every week I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Make it intricate enough and make it interesting enough where it's not just Jen is locked in her room. Zobi coming to take me on a date. Like, give me some shit that matters, man. Um, as far as Tobias... Sing the national anthem before they fight. Oh, what? 
<laughs> that short, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. This girl. But no, I, I really, I just, I want, I want more. Much to your point, Cole, I do want more outside of Freeland. There's a whole world in South Freeland that we can explore. Make these motherfuckers be your wild card. Don't nobody know about them. You know, go outside of Georgia. I don't necessarily need you to interact with Arrow and Supergirl and all that shit because you ain't even in the same universe. But show more metas because the thing that the show is losing me on is that there are metas, there are enhanced people, and there are green light babies. You need to make a distinction. Either they're all the same thing or they're all different things. And what do these different things mean? So for season three, I want more of a concrete answer to what is what. You can still do your fantastical, resurrect and all that, but I need to know the rules of this universe because now that you've killed Cape Guy and what's that chick <laughs> from before who threw the dumpster, you have these generic enhanced people, but you're not telling me what it means. So if for nothing else, season three, I want them to be more intentional and I want every episode to matter. So, because Black Lightning matters, and so do you. Uh, (laughs) So yeah, um, yeah. Just imagine, man. Like, and even update them and rearrange them, and don't have the motherfucking masters of disaster go down so quick, nigga. What? I don't know. So, um, that being said, anybody have any other final thoughts you want to share and all that good shit? Shane. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the pregame ain't long enough. <laughs> <laughs> Drag us. I do like, I do like, um, I do like the pregame. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I like what y'all were trying to do with the, um, keep, uh, the, what were y'all on last The Instagram. Night? No, Periscope. Periscope, okay. I think if y'all would print that, that'll be really dope because then, like, yesterday was a lot. I had to have my phone and my computer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was trying to type on too much stuff. But if y'all get that periscope popping, that'll be hot. Okay. I'm in. You got me. I'm in. Okay. Maybe we'll get a BLM Pod Squad periscope uh, group. And uh, you just add yourself to it, or we'll add you. Uh, yeah, uh, listen. Like I'm going to act like y'all didn't see that extra right behind uh, Empress. Like, just hey. like 100. Random 100. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, who she associated with ain't about to kill me. I saw what the 100 capable of. <laughs> Random 100. Walker got a Gatorade. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Oh, everybody, this is my boyfriend, Dave. What's up, Dave of the 100? He's one of the 100. He watches Black Lightning as well. Oh, man. You got me up past my bedtime. Oh, <laughs> um, the one hundred ain't got no bedtime. Right, you saw what they did to that girl. Look, 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 look! It's, you saw, you saw that episode. Is, is he? Is he treating you right? We saw what the one hundred do to that girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we well, you know we didn't talk about the abusive relationship. Oh, that <laughs> shit. Because what you—that was a good way of showing her that. Um, you're showing that you know if you're in an abusive relationship, just leave. But she could have killed him and cut this whole season short. That that she should have, but you yeah, know she should have Della Reese. Look, now I gotta cut you. Them through. <laughs> I mean, it just it just flows so easily. <laughs> I do like I do like that he pulled the Nino Brown on her. I'll go buy another one. <laughs> 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 
Now plus the other thing <laughs> New Jack. Uh, okay. Uh, she might get, you know, women have delayed reactions with stuff like that, so she might get mad again next time she sees them. Maybe. Maybe. That was one of the better fights. Mm. Mm. Uh, um, Sid, Cole, final thoughts at all? Um, wow. It seems like the final thoughts ended up being about what we were doing. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, think gonna, I think we're going to try to commit to actually doing, because I know Rain actually said, like, hey, nigga, like, we're going to have to do shit different next season. So we're going we're to be better about what, we, what we're what we going to do. We'll have a conversation about it and figure it out. Um, other I mean, than they that, switched it up on y'all, though. So yeah, they did. Just try to keep up with the, the especially the date movement. Yeah. The movement day of the show. I think y'all did really good. It was just a lot to try to readjust to. So I'm still a fan. <laughs> Thank you. I, I just work two jobs on Monday, so it'd be like hella hard to get home. Oh, shit. <laughs> it'd be hella hard. It's about priorities, Empress. You're right. I need to watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Hold it down. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. Don't be in debt to the world. <laughs> uh, well, I, for me, I'm just uh, enjoyed the first season. Enjoyed. I enjoyed more recording Black Lightning Matters and live tweeting with the group as opposed to the show itself. The community was what had me going. So um, I'm hoping that we can foster more and grow this BLM pod squad uh, as this next season approaches. So. Shane is a nut. I appreciate your tweet. I am here for you. Thank you. I am a fan. There we go. We need to try to get Cardinal on the show, man. We might as well. Oh, for sure. Let's see if we can. Yes. Let's see if we can get him in there. Yes. I've been, I've been bombing every tweet I see him make. What? <laughs> I think, so, I think he's just sliding them DMs. I think he will actually do it. Uh, yeah, we may have to do something like that because I, I would love him, anyone from the cast, but also him specifically because that motherfucker is wow. If y'all get Khalil, it's just gonna be like this right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, it's like, yeah. Why would you? Look at that. Why would you? Look, y'all, hey, check him, man. Yo, yo, <laughs> I want to smoke with the one hundred. He can watch. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all. I'm so glad my screen is not showing this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, y'all. This has how, been. How long is your hiatus going to be rain? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm thinking maybe the month of April, but so much stuff comes out that month that I'll probably still be popping in with different reviews, hell, in game and, and the like. Um, but I'm still working that out to see what, because I don't want to really take more than maybe three weeks off, but I want to do it once everything is done. Black Lightning is now done. Um, Deadly Class will be done, I think, by the time this episode comes out or when this episode or like a week after it'll be done. Riverdale will be done soon, so I'm going to kind of wean myself off of reviews, take my little time to myself, and then come back harder, better, faster, stronger. You do a lot. You're yeah. amazing. <laughs> I'm, I'm tired, hell. Thank you, though. <laughs> Shit, hell. I'm, a, I'm doing my one-look show. <laughs> look, it's, it, it's, it's the chore, but it's the labor of love. I do enjoy the listeners. I enjoy the interaction. And, hell, I'm going uh, to 
Shit, we got amazing shows like Government Name to listen to while I take a little bit of time off. <laughs> it's ratchet and horrible, and we hear about nasty, cold sex capades and <laughs> stripper, stripper fantasies, and hooker fantasy is disgusting. I throw holy water at my, my phone every time I listen to it. Oh, well, I continue to do so. What? I'm waiting for her to say something bad about the show. Just saying. <laughs> He's a whore. <laughs> lady. Uh, what, Oko? I'm so sorry that Lady Blake told you about not smiling. I told, um, I told, I told Shoka, I was like, somebody asked me why I didn't smile once. And I just, <laughs> and I just told him because it was at the gas station. She was like, why you look so mean? I was like, why is the sun square? What? <laughs> You just look confused, and I'm off. <laughs> well, that's one way to do it, L. <laughs> she didn't have to yell at you in such a way. I'm sorry for all the mean-looking ladies. She, she need not yell at you in such a way to make you feel so angry. Here's a hug. And I, I know I shouldn't say that on this podcast because once it hits the internet, it's forever. But Shogun owe me seven ninety nine. Oh, <laughs> call him out. Oh, 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 they talking about Tyson. Oh. You know, you know what you should do? You should at him. I mean. Hey, I at him every time I mention it. Mm. <laughs> oh, wait. Well, we, we going to. Find out Shogun out here in debt. We going we gonna to get, we gonna, we gonna get on that. We going to get on that. Y'all, y'all ain't going to come for my co-host while he can't defend himself. We going we gonna to take care of that. <laughs> So let everyone know where they can find you guys online and your shows and such. Empress? Empress? Oh, um, at Empress Journey to Ease No Why on everything. I'm very easy to find. Dane that show, B-A-N-G-N-A-T. We drop new shows on Thursday. Hey. All your major social hiding networks. And I shouldn't be out in these streets. No, I don't. I'll be at home. I'm a good woman. You know, Mr. <laughs> CIA, guys. You came to see her. You came to see her. You did not. Yeah. I'm gonna come to a nigga convention for. Oh. Oh. Wow. No, I didn't even go to CIAA. I went to All Star. I'm an All Star. I had two nigga conventions in one month, baby. Two nigga conventions in one month. Oh Jesus. You're crazy. I mean, you know, you and your life can't feel this time. Oh, Shane. Shane, tell us where to find you. (laughs) You can find me on Twitter at ShaneSilverSenior2. And you can find me on my my own podcast. I just started, Random Thoughts About Random Things. I drop episodes every time I forget to take my bipolar meds. That'll be in the show notes. <laughs> the oh, link will be. <laughs> yeah, y'all. The he link. He's doing it for the thought. Ah, got bust down, Tatiana. Yeah, he doing. He doing. He doing. He doing a uh, OnlyFans. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you got a man, so you can't see it. You oh, so you can't see it because it's just a lot of me dipped in baby oil and honey and. Oh my God, Shane. <laughs> Well, the things that, for things 
that he can't show you on, on Instagram, go to his OnlyFans. Fifteen ninety nine. Hey. <laughs> and go ahead, Cole. Let him know where to find you. Oh, gosh. Look, you can find me on Twitter, at ColeJackson12. You can find me on Instagram, at ColeJackson underscore B-O-R-I-K. Um, you can actually find me on uh, the Government Name Podcast every Tuesday. And I am also the CEO of BYKRadio.net. Um, indie Hip Hop, Indie Culture. We're going to start pulling out some of these interviews. Believe me, we're going to be making some moves here in the next few months. So, you know, I might be coming rap on the, on the radio. It's Look, Georgia Jerry Girls, I got, it's done. I just got to do other things. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so and never going to get that in 2020, Cole and BYK is going to pick me up. He, he still won't give me. He still won't even give me a spot. And I gave him shows of greatness in indie hip hop. He's just a hater. Hater, I think. Wow. Oh, y'all. This little family reunion wow. has been has been something else. You all can find me, Carefree Black Nerd. Carefree Blurred on Twitter. Carefree Black Nerd everywhere else. Use the hashtag BLMPod. Uh, BLMPod panel. Uh, when you're listening to this episode, I'll probably put that at the front of the show. But, uh... Thank you all for listening, for rocking with us this long. If you have thoughts on Black Lightning, email them to me, carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com. Make sure to listen to each one of these amazing people in their shows. Follow their social medias. Let them know what you thought about their thoughts. Let them know if you enjoyed the show, if you hated it, all that good shit. And until next time, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky. Stay uh, black, cause black lightning matters. Jefferson Pierce, because he will get your ass killed. Absolutely, <laughs> Shane. Yeah, I got, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that.